Okay, guys, let's go. Welcome to the Ove Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Lamed Bet. We'll begin on Lamed Bet Amud Alf at the Mishnah. Uh, today's Shur is going to be a Zichut uh, for our sponsor, Daniel Ben Devran, should have success in all of his endeavors. Let's begin the Mishnah. En pochtinet ned, mepneshu ose keli. We're talking here about making a lamp. Now, the way they make a lamp is really by taking a piece of clay and you push your fist into it to make a lamp, okay? I guess it's pottery clay and you make a lamp. Because you're making a vessel. You also cannot make charcoal on Yom Tov. Rashi says they are used by goldsmiths. People didn't use charcoal regularly. You can't cut a wick. People would take a wick and cut it into two to use it for two candles. Not allowed on Yom Tov. Even though you're allowed to light a candle on Yom Tov, but you can't cut the wick. According to Yom you can cut it, but you have to cut it with a fire. How do you cut a wick with a fire? Burn down the middle or something? No, you'll see soon. Pretty cool. Says Man Our mission is saying that you could make a candle. Welcome, Benjamin. She's engaged? Hold on. Forget it. She's not engaged, right? She's not engaged, right? Oh, okay, I thought you were bringing it to tell me, tell me the good news. Okay. I'm going to be Yosef. Remeir, he, he says it's Remeir. Now, the, the sketch about this is that clay, you, when you make a clay vessel, usually after you form it, you have to fire it. Firing it means you put it into a furnace and it makes it uh, impermeable. Normally, clay, normally clay is, uh, of course, the water will see through it. If you put water in clay, it won't stay there. He likes that. He likes that. Okay, so the chidush here is that even though the clay was not put into the fire, you're still not allowed to go like this on Yom Tov make with your fist and make a lamp out of the clay. Because you're making a keli. So the chidush is, you mean it's already a keli even without a fire? Ah, who's being, wh- who's the, just forming it without completing it with fire? Correct. Is enough. That's well, enough. Right. That's which. Who's the Tana who said that? Amar Rabbi Yosef says Rabbi Yosef Remeir. He it must be Remeir. How do we know? The Tanya can learn to the Brayta. Now this Brayta has nothing to do with Shabbat. It has to do with Kibul Tumah. When can it get Tameified? Okay, and it says Mishnah when it gets finished. The very Mayor. And Rishua says, when you put it in the in the furnace. So you see that Remeir and Rishua are arguing whether the furnace is necessary in order for the the clay to be Mikabel Tumah. Finished. So too, that sounds like Remeir, who's strict. No, and, and he says that it could get Tameified even before it goes in the fire. We'll probably be the strict one here and say that you're not allowed to make it on on Yom Tov either because it's already considered a Kelly. Perhaps the only reason why your mayor says it over there, because it's good for putting something in. But with a lamp, what are you going to put in it? It's too small. 
right? You can't put a liquid. Served, as long as it's a serviceable, serviceable kili for anything, it's enough. But we're saying here that this is really not so serviceable anyway because you put a, it's only really good for liquid. And liquids, if you put in it, they're going to get absorbed into the walls. So it's not good. So it's really not good at all. Maybe well, maybe he would say it's different because over there, it's a large utensil they're talking about, right? right? Here's a small one. So says, no, the glue you could put it to put your pennies in. So so yes, you can't put liquid, but it's good for pennies, and therefore, um, therefore, it's the same thing. Ikadamri version B. Amar Rabbi Yosef for Elizabeth Sadoki. Our mission is not Ramir to Elizabeth Sadok. Why? It's an amulet in the Mishnah. Elfonim charosot torot beolamet. You have these plates called chalaniot plates. They're tahor, even though they're in the tent with a dead body. They're still tahor. They don't get tamayafoid because they're not finished yet. Okay. So when they're in the tahor in the tent, they can't get tamay in the tent. They're not considered finished to get tamay from tuat met. But if a zav touches it, they, they become tamayafoid. Now, the reason why a zav is stricter than the other one is because. When it comes to oil emet, the keli has to have a clay keeper, has to have a place to absorb, to to take things in. Okay, but when it comes to zav, a zav is metaveh even from the top of the of top of it. So it means that he's not. He, he we don't need the utensil part of it, and therefore, even if you can't put anything, that's good. So therefore, that's why this time, according to Tanakama, because. Yes, it's good for the Zav purposes. He disagrees. He says he even Tahor from the Zav. Why? Because it wasn't finished. So you see that why is it not finished? Because he didn't hollow it out. But had you hollowed it out, he would consider it complete even though it didn't go into the fire. That fits with the Mishnah. Amalaya Baya Sobai tells him. Dilma, maybe. Why look over there say that the keli of earthenware could become tamer only if it's finished? That's because it's big. Because you can put something in it. What can you put in it? And it's the same answer. You can put your pennies in it. And therefore, right. therefore it would be the, who said it needs to be a liquid or food? Right. So as long as it'll hold anything? Right. Okay, here's a brighter. Tell her about the brighter. You have to learn Tarot, but I don't know. Good. Tell her about You cannot hollow out a lamp. You can't make Hanunot plates on Yom Tov. plates are these flat plates that you can't put anything in. You just eat on them, but you wouldn't. You can't put anything in, right? He allows chanyot plates to be made on Yom Tov according to Rashbag. So Tanakhama says, no, you can't. And here we're saying, you know, now my chanyot, what are they? I'm reviewing the iraniot. That's what they are, the iraniot, obviously. Says, my iraniot. So what's iraniot? As if that helps anything. What's iraniot? I'm reviewing These are villagers' plates. I don't know if you ever try to eat on a charger, which is flat, right? Very hard to eat on. You need some kind of lip. In order to hold things in, these are not, these are naniot and chananiot are plates that villagers are flat. You can just eat a piece of meat on it, but it's not really so usable. And yet, that's why there's a machloket about making them, but whether the tamed masazav and all that stuff. 
Okay, next part of the Mishnah. You can't make charcoal on Yom Tov. Pshita, of course you can't. What are you going to do with charcoal? After all, charcoal is usually used for goldsmiths. You know what to do? We needed to tell you, you might think that you could give it to the people who work in the bathhouse. They could use the charcoal to heat the water. And you're allowed to, you're allowed to take a but, and that may be a lot to do on Yom Tov. But you're not allowed to heat up water, you're not allowed to take a bath on Yom Tov. So, how are you allowed to do that? We're talking about Lazia. The guy wasn't going in to heat up the, the stuff to take an actual bath, he's just doing it to take a steam bath. A steam bath is mutad. Now, it was mutad, now it's asur. Here also, we're talking about a case. Where was Lazia? It was before the Minakizara. And that's why we need you to tell me. The, again, the reason why we need you to tell me that you can't make charcoal is because since this Mishnah was before the Xera, you might have thunk that you could use it to take a steam myth. That's why you need a Chidush. Okay. You can't cut the wick into two. Why can you not use a knife to cut the wick in half? Why must you use fire? The reason why you can't do that is because you're making a, 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 you're perfect, perfecting a utensil. You had a wick that was too thick, and now you sliced it, and now it's usable. So you fixed it. That's the problem. So if you can't do it with a knife, then why are you allowed to do it? Or nami kamatakemana? Also with a fire, you're fixing it. What's the difference? How you do it? You cut it by putting into two flames, which means like this. You take your long wick. Watch this. I don't know if you can watch this while you're listening on the thing. But you take your long wick, like then you roll, which is rolled up, right? And you put it into two cups. You put it into two cups. Watch this, okay? So you're really getting ready, and then you light the middle. So now, oh, now you're lighting. You, the reason why it's okay is because I'm lighting the oil. I just lit two candles with one with one match. So I'm not, I'm not doing this to cut the wick. I'm lighting the candles. It's going to be two candles coming out. It's going to the burn. The, the, the flame is going to go down to both of them. And like, just like I'm going to light a candle on Yom Tov, I'm going to light two candles on Yom Tov. Happens to be that's going to split it. But that's that's not the only thing I'm doing. Had I been you had I been using it to light it now and pull it apart, then you're not allowed to do that because what's the difference if you do it with a knife or anything? But now that with a knife or a flame, but now that now it's that I'm in, lighting two candles so and then, it happens to split while me doing it, it's okay. Right. Is that clear? Good. Type of thing that works better when you see it. Okay. Amar Natan by Abba Amarav. Mokhtin et Yomtov. You could trim a wick on Yom Tov. My mochtin, how do you trim it? Why are you trimming it? To get rid of the black. Which means that when, when you have a wick, if you leave it too long, it gets it, you have a black stuff on top of the wick. And that stuff impedes the flame. So if you're on Yom Tov, you could pop it off and the flame will go up again, which is okay. Okay? Tani Bar Kapara. Vav divanim nemnu There's six rules that we have about wicks. 
Gimel Achmin, the Gimel Achmin. Three of them are strict, and three of them are lenient. What are they? Le'achmir, the strict ones are angledino talechatchilav yom tov. You can't twist it to start it on yom tov. Ve'en mebahavim otov yom tov, and you can't light it with a flame on yom tov. Which means people would light it with a flame in order to get, get black and white. It's easier to light. You can't do that on yom tov. Wicks. Ve'en hotchino talechnayim. You can't cut it in half like we saw in our Mishnah. What are the three allowed ones? La'akel, ma'achabiyad. You could press it together by hand. You could soak it in oil so it, it lights better. Like we just said the last one, you got to cut it with a fire if it's in two, two lamps. Okay, like we said last time. Good. Once we're on Rav Natabar Abba Marav's program, let's tell you something else that this rabbi said. Nothing. Nothing really to do with the previous thing as far as I know. The rich people of Babel are going down to Gainam. The rich Jewish people in Babel are going to Gainam. That's a nice thing to say. Why? Like we saw He came to Babel. So before he went back, he asked them, would they agree to give him some merchandise that he'll sell for a percentage of the profit? They wouldn't give it to him. Mizone, so he asked them for some food. They didn't want to feed him either. Amari said, Hani Ravkati. Must be that these rich people in Babel, they're probably not Jewish born. They're probably from the Arab Rav. That's why they're so cruel not to either agree to give merchandise to make money from or give him any food. Why? Because it says, We got anyone who has mercy on people. We know that he's from Abraham Avinu Chomish. The guy has no mercy on people. He's probably not from Zalosh Shalab. So, so the rabbi is assuming that these wealthy people are probably Erev Rav descendants. Any person who has to go to someone else's house in order to eat, Olam Hoshech Bado. He has a world of darkness. It's very embarrassing that you have to wait for people to eat in order to eat. He wanders around to look for bread. Where is it? If he does that, then he knows that he has a day of darkness. Yani, it's not like you're not living life. Even his life is not life. Gimel, Chayim, and Machayim. There's three people whose lives can, is not called living. Ve'elohem, these are them. Like we said, a guy who needs someone else for food. A guy whose wife rules him. is also considered a guy whose life is not alive. What is the definition? Moshelet is to rule. A man whose wife rules him. Mm-hmm. No, there's no Rashi on that? What's the definition? <laughs> Uh, well, right, Rashi on that. I don't think so now. Why, why, why? I'm sure it's not relevant to anyone here. I'm just saying in theory, huh? right? No. Okay. What's considered ruling? Whatever. Guy, Whatever. Guy's ruled by his wife. Right. Okay. Shumim, I think it changes by generation. Also, somebody who only has one set of clothing. 
Why? Because they'll get full of lice. You can't wash them, they'll always get lice, they'll cause you trouble. Tanakama, why did Tanakama say there was only three, and this rabbi had a fourth one? Because you could check your clothes to take out the lice, but you can't, other, you can't uh, check your wife to get rid of her bossiness. Or your subservience. Says the Mishnah. You can't break a piece of pottery or cut a piece of paper. Let's talk about to roast a piece of locks on it. Why is that? Because people, if, if your if your oven was very hot, putting the thin locks on it would burn it. So no, would burn it. You want it to cook, but not burn. So you used to put a piece of pottery under it that's soaked, or a piece of wet paper under it, in order that it doesn't. Burn. Yeah, I mean, they still do this now when they cook fish. It's like a, it's like a wet. Um, wet paper. No, they have like 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 they sell like for even like your barbecue when you're cooking fish. It's like yeah. it's a wet piece of wood. It's a plank. It's a wood plank. And it's wet. They wet it and they put it on the barbecue and that's how you cook the fish on it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There you go. So you can't cut a piece of wood. Things, not, things don't change so much. If you end you can't shovel out a, 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 a stove. But you can push down the, the dirt on the bottom. They used to collect on the bottom of the, of the stove a lot of ash and dirt. You're allowed to push down it, but you can't clear it out. Says the Gemara. You can't put two barrels next to each other in order to put a pot on top and cook the pot. You can't support a pot with a piece of wood. You also can't support it with a door. You can't drive an animal with a stick on Yom Tov. So you need an animal to get from one place to the next. You can't do it by beating it with a stick. Okay. What's the reason why you're not allowed to break a piece of paper to put it under the, under the fish? That's because you're fixing utensil. You can't shovel out an oven. If you have no way to bake your bread unless you clear out the ashes, then you are allowed to do it. Right? Here's a famous story. She had a, a brick fall into her oven. On Yom Tov. Look, I like uh, good bread. And therefore, since I like good bread, you better take out that brick because it's going to burn my bread. You don't want it next to the bread. Rabbi told his friend, Please roast me this goat. Roast me the goat. Don't let it burn. Just like we saw before, we don't want burning roast to go. We don't want it to burn. told us, that you spread mud over the oven on Yom Tov. People used to, in order to keep the oven hot, they would spread insulation over the openings, mud, to keep the heat in. I heard that you that you did it. Amalei, so told him Anan, I rocked the depart We didn't, we didn't make our own mud by putting water with 
uh, dirt to make mud and put it there, which would be avera of lash, of kneading. The same way there's lash with dough, there's lash with mud. We didn't do that. We relied on the banks of the Euphrates, which has plenty of mud, and we took the mud from there to, you know where the Euphrates River is? You do know where it is? Mm-hmm. It's in Iraq, right? Yeah. Not by you guys. Not anywhere near you guys. Okay? Now, the Nile's in Egypt. You're afraid it's in Iraq. So it connects also. No, no I don't think so. Right. Vahani Mili had decided it well. It's only allowed to take mud from the river if you set set aside the mud from before to say that you're taking that mud. Otherwise, you can't do it. Okay? Amaravina, Vikamta Shai. You can use ashes to cover the oven because the ashes, anyway, um, you can't knead them, so it's fine. We said we can't. We said the Mishnah, you can't put two barrels next to each other with with a pot on top, right? To to cook, use to, use to cook the pot. Why not? You're allowed to put rocks for to, like a lot of order the rocks on Yom Tov, which means like this. Let's say you have you're in a, an outhouse where people just go to the bathroom in a hole, right? So you could put next to the hole two pieces of rocks so you could have at least a seat to sit on when you want to use the hole to go to the bathroom. Okay? Setting up those rocks on Yom Tov is allowed. Now, that's very, setting up those rocks in the outhouse is very, very similar to the case of setting up two barrels to put a pot on top. Why is one muta and one asur? One you have to do, one you don't have to do. Yeah, but if it's, if it's asur, it's asur, you don't have to. You can squat if you want. You don't have to use the toilet seat. Right? So there's the question. How could it be mutar to order the, the, do the outhouse? I thought we're not allowed to do it for the barrels. Our mission says you can't do barrels. It's worse over there because you're making an ohel with the pot. Meaning, since you are putting two barrels next to each other and a pot on top, you're making a, a little tent. Whereas over here, when you're sitting on it, that's not a tent. You're not considered part of it. Correct. Sitting on Amalai Rabba Zutra, the Rav Ashi. Elam Ata, Bana Itzu Yom Tov, Tu Avid Olaf, Nam Israel. So if so, you can make a chair on Yom Tov, even though you could, because you didn't make oil? Is that okay? Amalai Zutra, Tulum Mac. Right? Sorry. Amalai, so you told him back. Hatam binyan keva asatura. Oh, there he's making a binyan keva, permanent structure. Binyan keva asatura doesn't make asur a non permanent structure. Over here, like you said, because you need to do it, and it's kvod, kvod habriot, it's telling you, right? This is a different opinion. Right. So the new, according to this answer, the whole the reason why it's different here is because here there's kvod habriot involved. There's people. Uh, have to take care of themselves, and we want to make sure that they have kavod and they don't look embarrassed, and therefore it's allowed. Okay, we're going to stop over here at Amar Bihuda. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen v'amen. Hold on, let me just clean it. Maybe it's about more than clean. Not working anymore.